Josh, who are you, man? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the guy behind the guy. I've always been someone of action. I've always had to be doing something that generally falls within the, what, what society considers the periphery of acceptable <laughs> activity. You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey, my friends, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we've got a, a truly inspirational guy, a guy with a great attitude. In fact, when Jen and I met him at Western States, we were talking before the race, and his nerves and everything else, but Jen looks at me and I remember this. She says, I like that guy. I, said, I like that guy too. And so, uh, so we ended up, uh, you know, following him on social media, getting to know him even more, and he posts his workouts and music and just just a good attitude uh an encourager you see him helping other runners and he's done some great things himself just this last year he won the Badwater cup and he'll talk a little bit about what that is and what that means and and uh, how he did it and then he ran leadville right after so uh man i I think you're gonna get a lot out of this conversation love the visit looking forward to visiting with him more so uh ladies and gentlemen the man behind the man joshua stevens All right, today on the Run the Riot podcast, we got a guy who's done some pretty amazing things, and um, a guy I've just been really wanting to to, to visit with, a man named Joshua Stevens. How you doing, Joshua? I'm doing really well, David. Uh, it's an honor to be with you today, brother. Oh, thank you, man. Well, so here, here's here's my story with you. So you and I met uh, when I, I finally got into Western States. By yeah, we, we met, but we met before the race. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and so, uh, got to visit with you and you were out there, uh, crewing Matt Daniels. And, um, you, you told us, uh, I remember this very distinctly. You said, watch this guy, he's going to do some great things. And, uh, yeah. and he went out there and crushed it, man. <laughs> he, he did okay. Didn't he? Yeah, man. Yeah. He did good. And I, I actually got a chance to, to have him on the podcast and it was just really cool, uh, getting to know him more. He's a good dude, man. He's super good guy. Super yeah. good guy. So, uh, so from there, you know, I, I, you know, looked you up and, and, um, added you on social media and we probably had a few exchanges here and there and, and, um, and, and through it, you know, I'm seeing, seeing your, your workouts, I'm seeing all the the stuff you're doing. I'm seeing the people and I'm like, who is this guy? Who is this? (laughs) So, so I'm going to start off real and you can take this as deep as you want it, but man, Josh, who are you, man? (laughs) (laughs) I'm the guy behind the guy. You're the guy. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> I, I like. Oh, I just, I'm just, a, you know, a kind of short, redheaded kid from New England. I mean, I, <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been blessed to, you know, to end up kind of where I'm at now, brother. And and uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, what a what a long, strange trip it's been. It's not not anything that I. I choreographed, you know, the, the real short distilled version is I, I grew up, a, you know, a kid of a pretty privileged middle class family on the coast of Maine. I was, you know, right in the middle of the curve, never getting too far ahead, never fall too far behind. But, you know, adequate student, adequate athlete, but 
you know, never really had passion and, until I uh, took a chance and joined the Army. And huh. that took me on a 24-year adventure. Wow. Uh, and, and I got out of that and uh, got got banged up and, and, and bumped and bruised a little bit uh, in some gunfights. And I uh, was told I'd never run again and I decided to see if uh, I could prove uh, prove some folks wrong. And I got into that in my mid-40s and here I am. I'll turn 50 this year and now I get to be the guy behind the guy. That's that's awesome, man. Well, well, let's let's back it up just a little bit because yeah, so yeah. when you were in high school, uh, when you were in school and stuff, did were you a runner? Would you did you did you compete? Uh, oh, well, I mean, I I, I ran. I don't know if I competed, David. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ran. I think I went, ran one one season across country, uh, and then I got into soccer, um, and I played a variety of sports. I mean, I really didn't run in in the pure sense of doing it in the way that we do it uh you know until uh until i was you know like 42 43 i mean i was okay. in organizations that required a, a very high level of physical fitness but yeah i didn't even brother it, it wasn't until i was in a hospital bed at, at wilmack army medical center in, in 2011, reading Jurek's book, I didn't even know this ultra thing. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know people did it. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, it, yeah, it's, I had an unorthodox approach. I mean, I ran, but I wasn't, I was, I never considered myself a runner. Yeah. So, so you, okay. So you, I, I did pick up on, on a little, cause I, I did a little bit of homework, but you know, trying to, trying to figure things out. So you, you just kind of threw out there, you know, your military service and all, but, but you, 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 you saw some stuff. I mean, you were out there and you were in the middle of some things and you got, you got yeah. banged up. You got banged up really good. Um, yeah. They, they, they got, I got dinged up a few times. I got dinged up a few times for sure. For I should have, I should have been uh, one of the faster guys on the team, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Got you. I, I hear you. I hear you. So, <laughs> so, so you, so you had a uh, multiple, you know, multiple surgeries and told you, you yeah. were you wouldn't run and you, you basically physically you would be pretty limited. Right. What, what exactly? Well, yeah, you have yeah. After the second one, for sure. Um, the first, the first one was at, uh, at Walter Reed, uh, in the mid two thousands. And, uh, they, they'd, uh, there'd been this new, uh, kind of metal disc, these stainless steel discs from, from a company called Medtronic and, uh, they put a bunch of those in there and, and uh, you know, and I, and I worked through that for a couple of years and until I got dinged up pretty bad again. Uh, and then in 2011, um, I went into surgery at Fort Bragg the day before Thanksgiving and they pulled you know, bone marrow and stuff out of my hips and had to fuse it all together. And that, that was when they said, and I was 41 at that time, David, I'd been, I'd been in for, you know, close to two decades, about two decades at that point. And, uh, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd risen from the lowest private in the infantry you could come in as. And at that time, I was a lieutenant colonel. And they're like, hey, kid, I think uh, I think this is the end of the road. Wow. Uh, you know, thanks for your service. And uh, the organization I was in, you know, I, I certainly wasn't going to be able to do that anymore. Uh, but that was when I kind of got the hard news, you know, the hard, what I call my hard Thanksgiving Day news was, you know, you're never going to run again. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of how the seed was planted. I, I've, I've shared this with other friends and, um, 
you know, I, I, I was never gifted with, you know, exceptional an exceptional VO2 max or metabolic efficiency. You know, what my folks gave me was Irish stubbornness. So the minute, <laughs> the minute a neurosurgeon told me I wasn't going to run again, I said, well, I guess I got to get to it now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell me I can't do something and then uh, I'll do it and take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Ask anyone who's been in a relationship with me. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it, you're, it sounds like, man, uh, an x-ray of your, of, of your back uh, looks pretty interesting then, I, I guess. is what. <laughs> yeah, know? it looks like an erector set. Oh man. So, so how did you, from going from, from that and being told that, like, how did you, I mean, tell me, tell me, I mean, you're 40 something years old. You want to run, you had all this stuff yeah. on your back. Uh, number one, okay. Mentally, we, you're stubborn. Um, yeah. but, but physically, how did you, how did you navigate, you know, uh, building yourself up to, to run yeah. and, and what did that look like? I mean, did you just yeah. jump into some craziness or take your time or? <laughs> Now, it's a great question, dude. It's I think I think uh, there was a term a guy I, I, I knew uh, in the army called uh, you know, Ferdinand Irizarry. He was a general officer. and He'd come up with this concept called spiral progression. And, it, and, the, and the reason I use that is that none of the things I was doing, David, to get to where I could run, much less where I'm at now, happened in a vacuum. So. I had, I, you know, I had to come to terms with a lot of things that were going on in my life at that point. And, you know, here's the, we won't go down the rabbit hole, but here's the thing about when we say thank you for your service. Um, really, the challenge that most of us have is the reintegration into society piece. Mm. And at that point in my career, you know, I'd been in global deployments and and, and gunfights and, and, and getting blown up and jumping out of planes and, and fast roping. I've been doing that stuff for 20 years. You know, mm, most yeah. of the kids I race against, they weren't even alive the first time I got <laughs> shot at, you know. Wow. And, and, and so I had a lot of baggage in that hospital bed, man. I was going through what was going to be a divorce um, to an amazing woman with some amazing friends. She's a great mom, but that you know that my career put so much pressure on anyone in a relationship with me mm. uh i was at that point still heavily dependent in abusing opioids mm. i'd been on that stuff for six years so i wow. could so i could keep doing my job yeah. uh and, and, and so the spiral progression concept there was a whole host of things that i had to get fixed mm. um and and you know he he gets a little he blushes a little bit, he and, he and Jenny, but Scott Jurek's book was the catalyst for me. And oddly enough, the first thing that got me to running was changing my diet. And it huh. was not so much just becoming plant-based. It was me rejecting every decision I'd made up to that point because none of it was working. Man, yeah. I was a mess. I was a mess. And so I said, like, I got to, you know, you, how do you eat an elephant? Well, my vegan friends, what, <laughs> I don't <even> know. <laughs> one bite at a time. Right. So yeah. I said, well, let me fix this. Uh, and then I started to, you know, recover and heal and feel better. And so that, yeah, it was a, it was a bunch of things, dude. It was a bunch of things, but me, me becoming plant-based was the first thing I remember. And then, uh, 
yeah and then uh, then it was like two years of that you know kind of crawl walk run you know yeah. the the run the run shuffle slog and <laughs> yeah yeah it was a it was a hell of a time yeah so just i mean basically it sounded like just kind of seeing the seeing the problem and, and taking control you know yeah i love that you said that because i'd lost control and wow. i've been in and i've been in an industry where everything was about control right uh, everything yeah. i did was on somebody else's timeline somebody else's schedule with you know and and, and it, it's not hyperbole i mean you when you make life and death decisions seconds matter those kind of things and, mm-hmm. and i that it all spun out of control for me um and uh, yeah i def i desperately needed to get back to a place where i owned who i was wow wow did did you find uh, now were you doing were you you were out of the military when you when you kind of did this and started started you know doing your running no I, I was still in you were yeah, still in I was okay still in. I, I I had two more years of kind of you know getting fixed up before before I retired I retired oh. in 2014 oh wow okay okay wow so so it's kind of a um do you think and this is just kind of do you think that getting into to to running and and the discipline of 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 running uh, helped you transition out of the military i mean from one discipline to kind of transition into another uh not in the sense that you know one was well i was gonna say replacing it yeah i've always been um Teddy Roosevelt had a great quote. Uh, a, a portion of the quote was, you know, get action. I've always been a, someone of action. I've always had to be doing something that generally falls within the, what, what society considers the periphery of acceptable <laughs> activities. You. you know, gotcha. so, you know, it, it wasn't like I just joined the army. I didn't want to be, you know, a truck driver. I wanted to be a ranger. And then, yeah. and then I wanted to do stuff beyond that. Uh, and then for fun, I would be, a, I was a, an, an avid cave diver, uh, and, oh, and wow. deep ocean wreck diver for years. Um, uh, and so it's, it's not anyone who's known me for a hot minute is not at all surprised with who I am now. Um, I don't think it was a linear transition. I think, um, it, and it, 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 part of it, I just eschew this concept where people say well you know running saved me or running saved me from myself running was just another activity Mm. that gave me the tools to heal um and i think part of it was you know i'm a trail runner by by trade uh, and i think just that kind of connective tissue to to nature again i grew up in rural maine i mean like just being in in the space uh led me to to what i'm doing but hell yeah, dude, I'll, I'll never be a competitive cribbage player. Like, it's just not, the stakes aren't high enough. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, um, so so you started this journey, man, um, on, on building yourself back up. And what was your, um, at what point did you feel like, or what race or whatever, did you feel like, man, I'm, I'm finally like, I'm, I'm, my body's back, or I'm finally where I, I kind of feel like, I'm in a good place, you know, physically. Yeah. And I'm pro- I'm proving the doctors wrong here. <laughs> yeah. I ran my first 50 kilometer distance. It wasn't a race. Um, but on my 44th birthday in, in 2014, I have a good friend from back in North Carolina who's an, ex- an extremely good runner herself. She'd sadly lost her parents at different times when she was young. 
and her late mother's birthday and mine were the same day. And we thought that would be a good day to celebrate um, what I hoped would be, you know, me proving people wrong. Uh, and, and there's a trail in Pisgah National Forest in North Carolina called the Art Logue Trail. And it is a it's a thin slice of heaven, man. And uh, that was the day that I knew I was OK at this. Nice. Like I'd be I'd be OK if I worked. And I took care of myself and I trained and I, and I put everything into it that I said, well, I, I won't suck. I'll be all right. <laughs> and there you go. Well, yeah. And so, and then from there, um, you know, it looks like you, you just kind of progressed from there and, and basically immersed yourself in, 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 in running and, and being a part of the, the, the culture yeah. and, and, um, Tell me a little bit about that. I mean, you know, did you feel uh, you, you're from Maine, but when did you move to, to Colorado? You're, you're in Colorado now, right? Boulder well, area? No, so I, I grew up in Maine, but I spent, you know, in the Army most of my time, like 20 years in the southeast between, oh, okay, yeah. you know, Georgia and North Carolina. Oh, OK. Um, and that's where, you know, that's where I started to raise my family and my kids in, in North Carolina. And when I retired, I moved out to Asheville because that was uh, – a little bit better for, for trail running than, mm-hmm. than Fayetteville, yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I spent two years there kind of cutting my teeth and, and getting trained, um, and, and mentored by some real, like not low key Appalachian underground trail runners. Nice. Um, and then, I, and then I think in like 2016, I said, hell, I, I want to see how good I am. I, I want to see how good I am against good people. <laughs> and uh and had ended up in boulder nice nice and and so from there man you just started jumping into races and and and, and handling business huh <laughs> well i mean i, I i've you know i i'm i'm blessed to yeah i started racing when i was in north carolina but it, yeah yeah i, def, I want my first my first win was out in colorado so yeah that was that was nice nice which which race was that that was a bear chase 100k Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. To, nice to actually made me feel like a Coloradan when I when I actually won a, a race out here. Man, I tell you, uh, Colorado is it's up. I'm from Louisiana, Southern Louisiana originally, and I live in Oklahoma now. And um, every time I go to Colorado, I'm jealous of you guys that just get to, <laughs> get to <laughs> run well, out your back door amazing, and man. run up a mountain. Man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. You, you, as you and I are talking, I'm looking out my because uh, I'm up here at Estes Park. I've been up here for going on a year and a half now, but I, I'm looking right out my window at uh, at Long's Peak. It's not oh, a, it's not man. a bad life. Oh <laughs> man, love it, love it, love it. So so uh, so one of the things I noticed before we get to to last year and and all of your amazing craziness last year. Uh, yeah. I notice you you're you you do a lot of crewing, a lot of helping you know yeah. other other people out, and, and and so how did you how did you um I don't know how do you how did you get these connections and and how do you uh you know what drives you to to help others? I, I want to hear about that, man. Yeah, dude, that's I, I had this conversation recently that uh, I didn't know what I was missing out on until I got to you know, got to crew some friends. And I think the first time I, you know, I'd done it. I did it for a, a buddy named Clay Warner back in North Carolina when he ran the Georgia death race. And that was, that was a lot of fun. 
but it was when I was helping uh, Jason Schlarb and uh, and Meredith Edwards at Run Rabbit a couple of years ago, uh, and Jason won and uh, got a big old check, and it was just so exciting to be you know he and he's just a good friend he's a good pal of mine it, 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 above and beyond fact he's an elite runner it was just it was so cool to see the race from a different perspective and i'd been so focused on you know it, it, matt daniel says it uh in the film they did about him at western is that it's a selfish sport yeah and the first time i I really crewed and was just dedicated to doing that. I, I got to step out and realize what a, what a gift it is to see the race from there. Mm. And, and then, you know, I've got, we, we talked about Matt at Western, you know, to crew of a fellow veteran and a friend who never run a hundred before and yeah. on the biggest stage and the fastest year ever comes in fourth. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, and then Kyle Pietari, I, I crewed him and he won run rabbit this year. And, Man, dude, those are like, – that's where I remember, you know, meeting you. You were sitting right next to Matt in that crowded room uh, before Western. And I, just being of service and being there, like, I think the Army gave me the skill. And you've seen this because there are good crews and there are awful crews. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if you're not there and you're not completely focused on that athlete, yeah. you're doing them a disservice. and. I don't know. I found something really rewarding in it, David. Like I love to see my friends succeed mm -hmm. and I love to kind of be, again, the guy behind the guy in the background. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's, I'll, I'll do it every time, uh, every time they ask. And I think Kyle, I think Kyle, you know, depending on schedule, he's going to be, you know, my crew chief at Badwater this year. So it's, nice. it, you know, you're just paying it forward. Well, and it's, it's a, um, man, it's like, it's a blessing you get to, to, to share in the, in the victory, you know, um, yeah. with them, you know, and, and that you got to, I mean, you know, you got to play a little part in helping them achieve their, their goal, man. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's special, right? And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't need to be the necessarily the people on the podium, just like getting somebody through their first hundred, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. just getting them, you know, I, I mean, I, I remember, uh, my, to my, my first hundred was Vermont. And I remember, uh, my kids at, uh, I don't know how 50, heck, I can't remember, but I, yeah, I remember how much they lifted my spirits. They were young and, uh, and they met me coming into an aid station and ran next to me on the dirt road for a while. And <laughs> yeah, man, I think, boy, if you can give someone who is in the arena and suffering some type of, uh, energy and love where they can transcend that space and that, that time, uh, that they they're in that's painful and, uh, where they're questioning whether or not they have what it takes. Oh man, what a gift, what, what a thing to be yeah. able to do. So yeah, the last couple of years have been a blessing with that, man. Yeah, man. I, and you know, a lot of times my crew ends up being my, my wife a whole lot and I can, yep, I remember. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and man, just that, that, uh, knowing she's waiting for me at the next aid station and, and yeah. just, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's special that, to have somebody, to have a good crew and have somebody that, you know, cares and that wants to see you succeed. Yeah. And it's also, it, it, both sides are rewarding, man. It's just, it's beautiful. It's fun. No, man, it's no, it's, I'm glad that you asked that question. Cause in the last two years, those have been my favorite experiences. Nice. Nice. I love it. Well, so, so, you know, you're, you're crewing, you're helping out and you're doing things. And then, um, 
last year you uh, got into a tough race, man. You got into bad water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, and, so, and, and Leadville. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and Leadville. Yeah. On top of, yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> you got into both of those. And um, so, um, what's your reaction? Like, okay, I'm in, I'm in both of these races. Like, all right, let's, let's do this. I, uh, oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> I remember Leadville, the Leadville lottery was in January. And uh, I, I had I put in for it three times. It, it, Previ- two times previously hadn't got in i actually got to toe the line under a charity bit but i'd never come up in the lottery gotcha. uh and so i, I raised money for uh, yeah so so i'm standing there thinking this is going to be you know it, it's going to be the same thing uh in the in uh, in boulder uh at, at a shop called runner's roost they were doing a lottery party and I was standing next to Claire Gallagher, of all people. And, yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, you got all all the who's who uh, in in the in the uh, Colorado elite are hanging out, and I think I was just I think I was just bullshit Claire. We weren't really paying attention, and my name came up, and I was like, nice. "Wow, that's awesome! That was really rad." I, I gave Bob Africa a hug. I was like, "Man, I'm so stoked! I'm I'm like a little kid, dude." And so, and then I'm like, you know, Badwater only takes a hundred people from around the globe every year. Yeah, what are the chances? I I have like I have no business to begin with in that race. <laughs> and uh and so they you know, I'm like good, I got into Leadville. I'll have an A race for 2019 and uh and I want redemption because it was one of my only two DNFs was Leadville in 2017. Uh mm. and and so you know, Chris Kosman the RD for uh for, for Badwater does a big live announcement and you know you tune in and it's like 45 minutes of prelude just talking yes. and talking you just, like, <laughs> just get to the names man yeah. and uh and and so but I'm thinking like what I'm just went and see my friend I want to see if Kostelnik is back in and, and other pals and I think I was the seventh guy they named and then <laughs> and then it hit me dude and then it hit me I'm like I got Two of the, and they're within 30 days of each other. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I said, man, I, I don't know how many spins around the earth I'm going to have. I'm, I'm going to do them both. I'm gonna it's try, on. That's huh? what he said. I said, I'm going to try to do them both. There you go. It's on. It's on. <laughs> it's on, man. The game is afoot. Nice. Dude, that, that, that's pretty awesome. And that, what, a, I mean, it, it, it's, a, um, it's a gift. You know, you were given a gift oh, right there. So, so much, man. D- dude, it's. Dude, I, it, oh man, the the number of times I've almost spun off the mortal coil, it, it is never, it, it, you know, I, I, it is never lost on me that in one season I got picked for Leadville and Badwater because there's a small group of people who've been that lucky. No kidding. It's a small, small group, and I'm I'm so grateful for it. Yeah, awesome, man. And so, so not only did you, so you had those two lined up, but instead of just, just kind of pointing to that, um, you went ahead and and did uh, jumped into all the bad water races, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Like what the hell? <laughs> Might as well bet. use it for training, you know. It's I was like I'm going to be Apollo 13. It's either going to be the biggest tragedy or the, the greatest story ever. Yeah, so I did. Yeah, signed up for the whole Ultra Cup and Leadville. Nice, nice. So, so man, and and um, 
just to, to spoil the story, for those of you who don't know, you ended up winning the Badwater Cup, uh, the best time for all, all the races there. So, so tell me, like, I mean, was that, I mean, that was your A goal all along, right? Yeah, yeah. To win, to win the cup yeah. and, then, and then to be able to cap it off by, by finishing Leadville, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That, was, that, was kind of, that was kind of the goal. And it was real, I mean, it, it, it started off great. The first two races, you know, I was first, first male at Badwater Cape Fear. Nice. I was second, uh, second team uh, at, at Salton Sea. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then Badwater, you know, uh, that, was the, that was like a three-act play, going from, <laughs> from fifth place uh, to completely imploding and falling all the way back to 64th. Uh, and then fighting my way up to finish at 16. Wow. Wow. So, so, um, I, I was looking and, and, um, I, I want to hear about Badwater and it's been a theme lately. I don't know if you, uh, uh, the one that we released Sunday, I got to talk with, uh, Mars Ulrich. Um, yeah. and, and so, yeah. um, so Mr. Mr. Badwater himself, but, but, but leading, leading up to that, uh, you competed with a few of my, uh, my Louisiana buddies, man. Uh, uh, Walker. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I was about to, I was about to say you guys you guys had three Louisiana boys. Yeah, race, I recall. That's it, it. That was crazy when I was watching the the lottery and and you know hoping for him and I was like, oh my goodness, what is going on here? You know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What Walker's a good guy, man. I like yeah, him a lot. Is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But and and it was just kind of neat to see all the connections and uh, and Jean was out there. He played yeah. second to you in the cup, didn't he? Uh, I, I think, think I think so. I think yeah, that's what I, I saw. I have to go look. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. I, I've only met him briefly. Yeah. So should just shout out to all my Louisiana guys out here. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> good, good fellas. Good fellas. So, so man, so you're you're going into the into Badwater, and you know that the 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 cup is within reach, but dude, it's it's Badwater. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, and and I was coming in in second place. Uh, oh man. To a guy okay. named Don. Uh, yeah, a good runner from out here in Colorado. Uh, yeah. he had a, he had a 48 minute lead on me. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Now 48 minutes is not a ton of time in, in bad water time. Yeah. Um, but that's still, and so he was in, he was in the, the so there are three stars, there are three waves and I was in the middle wave. He was in the last wave. Um, and I, I had a great race up until Stovepipe Wells at, at 42, and then uh, had some serious problems, physiological problems from there mm. to 50. And I got staked out and taken back to the medical facility for two hours. Wow. Um, and I thought, man, there's no, I get, there's no hope. Don, Don is such a strong runner. Um, you know, he had a 48 minute lead on me, and um, that's when I was seriously, I didn't think I would be able to finish it and and you know from running these kind of races then you start to rationalize stuff where mm. you start i start saying well i still have leadville right leadville will be my a race and why, why hurt myself uh and risk that and then uh my former girlfriend who, who was on my team at the time uh got on the phone with me my crew chief and chris Cosman, the rd got me on the phone with her and she said uh don dropped damn it (laughs) now now i gotta go back out right he's out he's out all i gotta do is you know finish uh 
but wow. that, that did mean I had, I had another 85 miles to go. <laughs> and we did, man. We went from, they got me out there and, and dusted me off. And, uh, I, I tapped into that stubbornness and that kind of army ranger mentality. And, and I went and, and, uh, you know, there was some back and forth stuff, but by, you know, at the end, no one passed me from when I got back out in the field at 64th. Uh, and I crossed the line with a uh, former veteran and a Marine officer, Naval Academy graduate, Mossy Smith. We crossed the line together. Nice. Yeah. I, I did notice that you had the, the same time as, as, uh, as, as Mossy. That's pretty yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, uh, that was real special, man. That, that moment, um, is, is one that I'll never forget, dude, because, uh, he and I were in the second wave together and his former veterans, Chris Cosman's big on, he plays the national anthem before his Love races. Him. And he asked veterans to come out and hold the flag. Yeah. And Bossy and I standing right great pictures. He, he's one of my good friends. We were standing right next to each other, holding the flag. And then the race starts. Uh, and we have two completely different races. Mine's a catastrophe because I'm an idiot and a rookie. <laughs> he's done it before. <laughs> he's slow and steady. And and I never see him again, dude. From the time we started, I never see him again. And as we're climbing the final the final pitch, you know, that that brutal 13-mile climb from Lone Pine to finish that race. There's nothing I've ever done in racing that approaches how awful that is. That's what I uh, hear, man. Yeah, dude. It is. <laughs> Dude, if you ever watch that movie Running on the Sun, it's that one outtake from that New York guy. He said, that's got to be the toughest finish of any race. I mean, a 13-mile, 9% grade climb. And, and we were still picking people off. And about, I don't know, maybe about a half a mile, a little bit less, um, my former girlfriend is pacing me. And we see one, one more person up there with, with, uh, with his pacer. And I don't know who it is. Uh, she said, uh, she said, don't make your move until you can hold it. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, I, I need, I need a couple <laughs> minutes. Uh, and then I'm finally like, I'm ready. Let's go. And I come up around to the right side and I look over and it's mossy. That's and, awesome. uh, and, and I said, let's, uh, we'll finish this together, man. And his crew had an American flag. And if anyone goes to my Facebook uh, page. It's it's the cover photo of Mossy and I holding the old glory together as we cross line. So we we held the flag together at the beginning of the race, and 32 hours and 16 minutes and change later, we held the flag crossing at the same time. Dude, and how you can't, awesome! You can't you can't make that up, man. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. That's that. Right? Oh, that yeah, love it, love it, man. <laughs> Well, well, Josh, I, I want you to speak to this, man. Okay, so you're 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 rationalizing giving up. You you're you're yeah. kind of you're kind of at that point where you just don't know, and yeah. and 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 uh, one message changes it. Yeah. So it isn't it crazy? Okay, physically nothing changed in that point. Nothing right? changed, right? Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Yeah. What happened, man? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> We surround ourselves with the people I think we need uh, at points in our lives. And you now it's going to sound kind of high minded and ethereal. Um, yeah, my, my former girlfriend's an amazing woman. And I think she knew because it wasn't necessarily 
her typical tone and tenor. Mm. Like it was very effusive and very positive and it almost caught me off guard a little mm. bit. Like it was the right message at the right time from the right person. Wow. Um, and my crew chief was, there were three things going on. And I don't know that anyone other than guys like you and me and, and men and women in this sport really care perhaps about the nuances, but uh, there's nothing, you, you go back to me crewing for people. If you don't have the right people around you, that mm. conversation doesn't happen and you quit. Mm. Um, I, I think it's very binary. Um, Ray had said exactly what I needed to hear. My crew chief, Scott, had, I, you, you've seen these in all, all the films about Batwater. There's kind of like industrial-sized hand pump sprayers, misters. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my brother who lives out here had gone and taken pictures of my kids and our family and had made like a collage on it. So on nice. that mister was like it was all my family. And, and so Scott was, you know, he was letting Rachel, she was doing the talking and he was just showing me this thing. I was looking at my daughter. And so then you, this, there's the good cop side. And then Chris Cosman comes in to the medical tent and, and some people are, this is, this is a little salty language. So you may have to, you may have to edit it out. Okay. But Cosman <laughs> says, stop being a you were in the army for 24 years. This isn't the hardest thing you've done. Wow. So I, I, I picked up my dignity off the floor, put my compression sleeves back on and, uh, and got back out on the, on the street. Wow. It, isn't it, isn't it, um, isn't it crazy that the ability, the physical ability was still there? But it, yeah. it just it just needed that to be unlocked and needed somebody there or whatever the circumstance, like you said, to, yeah. to just flip that switch to, yeah. to 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 remind you that you could do this. Right. Yeah. yeah if, it's, if, it's, why why can't person. we just do it? You know, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be easier? Yeah. Yeah. Our crews wouldn't have to listen to us whine so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, man. Yeah. I love it. But man, that's the beauty of of the sport. And the gift is. Man, if it were easy, if it were the, you know, the local 5K gobble wobble, there's not a lot of skin in the game. There's not a lot to lose. I mean, you talk yeah. about just the expense of bad water or no how kidding. hard you work to get into Western. Um, yeah, there's no guarantees that I mean, that's ultra running. It's it's like being in a good fist fight. There's there's no guarantee you're going to come out on top. Right. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And, and that makes those moments where somebody or something which which reengages your focus and, and 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 steals you for the the pain and suffering that's coming yet gives you the courage to go forward. Man, there are not a whole lot of sports um, that I think, you know, at least for for hobbyists like us to you know, to be able to do, man. And man, I, I'm not interested in lining up on something I know I can do. I, I wanted to line up in death Valley because you know, <laughs> I, I, I could die out there, man. <laughs> literally, but, literally. Yeah, I mean, that, that's not, everyone doesn't get that on Monday night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, so you, uh, I think I heard, I think I heard you, uh, in, in, uh, in our read somewhere where you said, I mean, this was the most prepared you were for, for any race was for bad water. Right. Yeah, 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 I was, yeah. And, and 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 the wheels still came off. 
<laughs> yeah, the, yeah, and there you go. The wheel, the wheels still, still came off, and you still struggled yeah. and 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 almost yeah. shut it down. Almost uh, shut it down, yes, sir. Well, so, um, what kind of what kind of preparation? I mean, living in in Colorado, it's beautiful out there. But did you do heat training and stuff for that? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, it's been this because this comes up a lot. Um, I do okay, you know. I look at me. I'm, I'm a pasty Irish <laughs> kid from from New England. I look I look like the underside of a mushroom. But like, I I mean, I do okay in heat, man. In Iraq and uh, Panama and, and Africa. I mean, I yeah, do okay yeah. in that. But mm-hmm. but Pete Castelnik, you know, two time Badwater champion, and, and until last year when uh, Ishihito set the new course record, Pete had the course record. Yeah. Uh, you know, good, good Midwest guy, you know, I think born in Iowa, lived a lot of time in Nebraska, but he told me, man, it's, it's not so much the heat because what's the difference between 110 and 120? I mean, they both feel awful. <laughs> yeah. it, it's exposure. It's, it's yeah. exposure. And out here in Colorado at this elevation, we get a heap of exposure. So That's a lot true. of my training was just you know, not the sexy, cool mountain stuff. It would be down in Boulder Valley Ranch, you know, in the spring when it was a heater and there's no relief and you're just out there for 20, 25 miles. But but to your point, um, I did probably two or three times a week do sauna training and I would mix it up between, you know, some far infrared uh, stuff and then just kind of the traditional steam. Yeah. Um, and and it just just to make it really awful like to, to just get but honestly <laughs> yeah, just yeah dude i don't know i don't know how much of it was psychosomatic like i just felt like and if you ever get if you get matt daniels back on again ask him about his ask him about his sauna experiences okay i know matt's, matt's got the best story man uh <laughs> he and mako yeah but yeah i mean i i don't know how much the exposure in the sauna physiologically benefited me david I yeah. know it mentally did because I would get there's a one of the facilities I get to train at is called Rally Sport in uh, in Boulder and it's got m- the most world class athletes you, you you I mean Kara Goucher works at the top the wow. top you know uh, men and women and Ironman and and you know Boston Marathon winners it, it, so it's a really special space to be in and uh, but they've got this old school old school sauna. Uh, and it's too small with too many dudes in it. It's like, I mean, just, (laughs) it's, 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 it's like Rocky, man. It's like, it's yeah. But I would get in there, man, and just go until I thought I was going to pass out. And I think, I think that mentally helped me at Badwater because the heat never, I mean, it was 124 degrees at 930 at night when I started. I mean, it's hot, but that, that wasn't my problem. My problem, my problem was, uh, uh, an electrolyte supplement that I, that I hadn't trained with that I was using and, and racing against a dude from California, like it was a damn 5k. So I did a couple <laughs> of stupid things, but it, it wasn't the heat, man. Yeah. You, you, it sounds like you, you did what a lot of us do, even though we have experience, we just make a rookie mistake and think we're bulletproof uh, for a little while. Right. And yeah, yeah. Until, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love it when I mentor, um, mentor younger runners and they look at me like I'm a complete moron. I, I, I will say something like, here's an axiom, like go, go slow early, make sure you eat your food, do these things. And they're like, I'm not a moron. I know. I'm like intellectually knowing it. 
and then executing it is, <laughs> yes. is a totally, totally different thing. I can explain what a Van Gogh painting looks like. It's a whole different ball of wax if you if you give me canvas and, and paint. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So I like, and sometimes you, I'm sure you've experienced this, dude. I'm I'm going through it. I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, exactly. I look at my splits. Yes. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, what what the hell am I doing? I'm gonna blow you know? up. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna blow up. Oh, sure enough, and it happened. Shocking. <laughs> we we all it, it's, yeah. Tell the young guys we all need all the reminders. You need the, you're you're reminding uh, yourself when you're telling them. Uh, as right. Well. <laughs> they should put post-it notes on me because <laughs> I seem to forget every lesson I've learned over the last six years. Oh man, I love it. It that's, <laughs> it makes it fun though. You you have the bat. I mean the right, battles man, exactly. Yourself, you know on any uh, given Sunday. Yeah yeah. So man, so you 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 put in you put in all the training. You suffer through yeah. through saunas. You do all this stuff. You get get out yeah. in the bad water. You uh yeah. you 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 suffer out there. You hit probably the lowest low you've ever hit. You end up you yeah. finish. You win the cup. And after all that suffering, um, what you're gonna be doing next year, man, or this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, well. So the first thing I the first thing I remember, dude, was um. I, fi- I finished bad water early in the, the second morning or I, it's kind of, it's kind of foggy, but the award ceremony is that night. And, uh, and, and I remember sitting there with my team. It's this big pizza party. It's really cool. I mean, it's just, it's a small special community, man. I mean, I've done, you know, two of the grand slam races and, and some other, you know, prestigious races, but, yeah. There's something about being out there, you know, uh, and the history and the legacy of that. And you're sitting in the, you know, you're sitting in that in that uh, high school or middle school gym, and you're just looking around. But after after I got the starry eyed stuff out of my, you know, then then the reality of how absolutely destroyed I was it was, it was like I could barely feed myself. And I remember looking at my team saying, "Yeah, I'm going to defer Leadville." There's no flipping <laughs> way I'm doing that in 30 days. Like, dude, like, dude, they had to like dump me into my bed in the fetal position that morning. I was like, but you know, and, and like, like you've done the races and then, you know, the next day you feel a little bit better and a little bit better. And after that, but yeah, so, uh, yeah. So then I capped it off with, um, you know, Leadville 30 days later. Uh, and then I didn't yeah. race again until across the years over new year's this year. That was kind I get, you could say that was my last race of 2019 and my first race of 2020. Okay, you you went in. I ran, yeah, I ran, <laughs> I ran from New Year's Eve to New Year's Day. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, well, how 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 did you feel starting Leadville? Uh, at, you know, uh, 30 days. Starting, I felt starting, I felt good. Um, yeah. Starting, and I felt good. It's it's a course that lays itself up nicely for my limited skill set. But when I, when I hit Hope Pass. Uh, then, then <laughs> the fact that I had done three ultras and five months, you know, the three, the whole cup that I was in the hurt box. I, I, re- I remember seeing, uh, um, seeing some friends going up, uh, Jared Hazen had, you know, he just dropped, he'd been there to try to get the course record and he and, and Abby Levine and, uh, and a couple of the, you know, the, the elites were kind of hanging out there and they saw me. I was on I was in the backseat of the struggle bus, man. And <laughs> and but yeah, so I mean, I did I did OK. Like it's the highlight of Leadville for me. Like uh, 
the bookend of the season was, uh, you know, the comeback at Badwater was huge. The comeback and finish 16th and yeah, win the cup yeah. was huge. In Leadville, they've got, uh, you know, Ken and Mary Lee have the, you've got the two different buckles. So you've got the sub 30 buckle and that's, uh-huh. that's the cutoff, right? That's the hardest part about Leadville is you got to finish that thing under 30, not yeah, 36 yeah. or any of the other stuff. It's, uh, and, and, and it's all above 10,000 feet. And, uh, but the big belt buckle is for anyone under 25 hours. And, uh, dude, I knew, like, I, I got it together. I pushed and I, I, I knew I was going to make it. And I wanted that big belt buckle. And I, I ran down that street, dude. And I finished in 25 hours, one minute and 10 seconds. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now on your ultra sign up, man. Yes. <laughs> I'll never buy a beer again in Leadville because I'm the dude that missed the belt, the big belt buckle by a minute ten. Oh man! And if you're coming down the street and you can hear him, they they do everyone's bio. Yeah. When you come down to finish, it's like I can hear Ken, and uh, and they're saying some really nice stuff about my service. You're like, welcome home, and and you can see the big red numbers just clicking, <laughs> just clicking. And you know, man, it's not like it's not like I had any tempo left. At yeah. the end of that race, you feel and, like you're uh, flying, but it's <laughs> like womp womp. There goes hit, you know, and then we're like, but yeah, dude, what a yeah. I mean, first world problems. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, to 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 do what you did, and then, hey man, a twenty five oh one oh eight in Leadville. <laughs> congratulations, dude. That's, that's super props. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, brother. That, that that's God's way of saying. Well, Good job, but stay a little humble there. <laughs> yeah, right, man. Like it left left a little bit of, of meat on the bones for me to be yeah. hungry this year. And I would tell you, dude, it's actually one of the things one of the things feeding me uh, this year is yeah, I get, yeah. You gotta have you gotta have something. I can't it, you know it can't come too easy, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 uh, you sound like I mean a lot of us. You know, you just always want to try to do a little bit better. And and for for guys like you and I, you know, we're you know, we're getting older, but it's still yeah, fun to push, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting younger. That's it. That's it. You know, and it's still fun <laughs> to push and even give some of the young guys a little run for the money. You know, it's. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, man. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's yeah. fun, man. So, so, um, you're going to be doing bad water again this year in 2020, yes, huh? Yes, All right. Yeah. Are you going to, are you yeah. going to do the cup again or are you just going to do bad no, water? man. I, I think. <laughs> Last year was good. I, I'd like to, you know, what, you know what, what good, what good comedians say, get off the stage with them wanting more. Like, you, I, you know, so I think, uh, I think I, I, you know, I've won that. And, um, my unfinished business is, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't, I'm pretty transparent guy painfully. So, uh, at, at times, but my, my goal was the top 10 bad water. And that mm. didn't happen last year. Uh, yeah. And so that's important to me. Mm. And I want to do that this year. Uh, yeah. And so my coach, I got uh, Cody Reed as my yeah. running coach. Yeah, and, Cody. Uh, yeah he, he, he knows that um, that's the A goal. So I'm going to run a, I'm going to run a 50 mile route in California next month. And that will be kind of the, you know, the, the break the rust off the brakes. Yep. And then, uh, you know, come in fresh coming fresh to bad water with right. a whole, you know, with, with a year of experience, 
mm. you know, under my belt now from that. And there are no guarantees. There's, a, you know, millions of nonlinear variables. Anything can go right or wrong. But I, David, when I get on the line, I want that. I want to have all the conditions in my favor. So that's kind of the yeah. goal this year. Yeah. So you, you, um, you, you're going to, okay. So you're going to make that your goal. You're going to try to come in fresh. What other, what other changes are you going to make, you know, to execute, you know, your game plan? What, what kind of changes, you know, things you see yeah. didn't work and. Yeah. So, um, I had a great team last year. It'll be, mm-hmm. it'll be a totally different team this year. Um, but all, you know, all experienced folks in the business, um, it's, Oh, man, we, we talked about this. Like it, anyone listening or anyone who, you know, maybe just watches this stuff from afar, it's if it was if it was easy enough, if it was easy as saying this is my plan and now I'm just going to go execute it. Mm-hmm. This sport wouldn't be that dynamic. So I'm really going to try to execute the plan, dude. I mean, I'm yeah. really going to try to just to execute the plan. And those, um, you know, it's it, Man, I was down at the running event in Austin in December, and uh, I was getting ready to do across the years. And um, my my pal and who you know one of the greats, all time greats, Courtney DeWalter and I were talking, and yeah. we, you were talking about like twenty four hour races. And she's like, you know, it's to say you're going to go out and run nine fifteens sounds easy. It's, yeah. It sounds like why can't you do that? But you know, everything changes when the, the race starts, and so. This year, dude, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to be tactically patient mm. and I'm going to try to keep my ego in check. <laughs> and I'm just trying to execute the plan and whatever the universe or God puts out there for me, I'm going to accept it. Uh, I'm going to embrace it. And man, this this is going to sound corny, dude. And, um, it, you know, it's. What a journey this has been, man. Mm. I'm going to remember again what it looked like last year as me and my team were coming up that final pitch Mm. up to Mount Whitney and the soft morning light started just to kind of color those spires on that 14er Mm. and just be in that space for a minute. And if I can capture that, dude, then wherever I finish doesn't really matter um, because there's not a lot of us lucky enough to do this. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. And, and I can't wait, can't wait to 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 follow the the journey, man, and just be watching you. And Walker's gonna be out there again, so he'll be chasing you, or, or he'll yeah, be chasing yeah, him, one I, or the other, something. Yeah, he's. I love that guy, man. Him. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's. Yeah, we, we we were scooting around each other. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I had to chase his butt at, at Salt and Sea. Like yeah. he 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 had a great team. He and Jake Jackson and Don. Yeah. Uh, my the wheels came off my team. I ended up having to do it by myself. Oh, but man. here's here's what I think. This is where this is where I knew Walker and uh, and Jake Jackson's a, Jake's a good a good friend of mine. Those I just knew they were good guys. So they finished. Hell, maybe close to like it was 40 you know about an hour ahead of me you know i i, I had beaten don at uh at, at cape fear and he was on their team they finished uh and they'd heard that my team uh the first guy dropped and the second guy dropped and uh and i remember they waited for an hour up at the lodge 
to to greet me when I came in because they'd cool. done that race. They knew what it was like. They did it as a team. I had been I was out there flapping in the breeze by myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's when I met Walker. And he and I were fast friends, man. That is a good, that's a good dude. And that whole Louisiana set, I mean, one of my favorite Southerners told me being in, being from Maine, it's just like being from the South, but just with a funny accent. There you go. That's so, <laughs> so, so my Louisiana boys, I love them, but yeah, I'll see Walker and that, those boys out there for sure. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's awesome, man. So are, are you, um, uh, I guess you're not in, you're not in Leadville then. <laughs> you're not gonna do no, Leadville sir. Right again. no, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to give Havelina a go this year, boss. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It got a little more space. That's October. And, yeah. and that's a course that sets itself well for me. Uh, so yeah, I think the three, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to race the Marin, uh, uh, Ultra Challenge out in California, Marin County, uh, in about three weeks, uh, and then Badwater, and then Havelina. I, I may throw something. I, I got some like little projects going on up here in Rocky Mountain National Park too. But those yeah. would be the three for sure that I'm doing. Nice, nice. Well, so for for uh, for people out there that think we're all crazy, and um, you know that I don't know, man, they they could never do something like this or, um, I don't know. What, what would you tell somebody? Cause I hear it all the time. I could never do something like that. What would you sure, tell them? Yeah. Yeah. No, man. It's, you can't, what, what, what is, what is, what does Colonel Meltzer say? hundred miles isn't that far. Yeah. There I mean, you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part of it is, uh, yeah, I don't want to, I want to go, I don't want to go too tangential about, you know, a culture of comfort and yeah. Uh, and, and avoidance of discomfort and pain. A lot of it is just believing in yourself. Yeah. That sounds cute, and it makes for good memes. And <laughs> you know, if you work at State Farm in a in a in a cubicle, it's probably one of those motivational posters that you put up there. But I think the real trick that I found, and you know, I turned 50 this year. Um, and I'm dumber than a bag of ball peen hammer. So probably most people probably <laughs> learned this quicker than me, but I, I, I think you got to surround yourself with believers mm. and people like, not every day is a good day for any of us, you know, yeah. but there are people that carry negative energy a lot mm. and there yeah. are people, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm accused of being a serial optimist. You know, even in light of all the challenges I, I've had to face, David, I always believed the sun's going to come up. Mm. And I always believed that when I was laying in a bed in a hospital in the army, that no one was going to tell me I couldn't run. And I'm not special. Like, that's the one thing that drives me crazy when, when we have these discussions. I, you know, some any of us can do it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what time you do it or whether you're sponsored or whether you're not. I mean, get just get out there and, and try and surround yourself with people who want to see you succeed. Mm. And if you do, if you just do those two things, odds are you're going to do something that you never, never thought you could do. Uh, and man, what a again, what a. What a blessing. It doesn't have to be a hundred miles either. It can be yeah. a five K can be a half. I love, I love when people, you know, you and I, we live in this kind of little niche world, but I was just over in the UK speaking at the national running show. And 
I was on the very small margin. So you like Camille Heron, Dean Carnassus, John Kelly, Laz Lake, me. Wow. How the, how the hell I got on that team? <laughs> they ran a they ran a salary cap room. And they, I was I was the walk on, but but it, it, we were we were the outliers, and it was mainly a road running thing. And I huh. it was so I was so jazzed to see. They call it park runs, like the little 5Ks and stuff. Yeah. And watching somebody who never thought they could do that, do it, and just give them a little medal, uh, and, and 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 celebrating those things. That man, that's the, it's the spirit of running. It's not the distance, the surface, or any of that nonsense, or where you yeah. went to school, or what your ultra sign up or ITRA ranking is. That's stardust, man. No one will ever remember any of it. But you watch somebody who finishes the first 5k they've ever done and their face lights up dude you if you could bottle that you and i wouldn't be working you're right brother you're right i, t- I tell people I, I you know i get i got a little emotion when i emotional when i finish the tahoe 200 and i you know i get a little like yeah when i get done or whatever but so i good, think the most the most emotional I got was watching my wife finish her first marathon, <laughs> you know? So good, dude. It's well, so know, good, man. Yeah. Watching somebody else, you know, and you see the work they put in and, and get it done, yeah. man. That's it's awesome. I, awesome. I love watching the two of you uh, at Western because uh, I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll never forget you guys. You know, you were sitting right to Matt's left uh, and she was standing kind of where I was. You know, you yeah. guys were sitting on the bench and uh, it was a lot of love there, man. That's yeah. it. That's uh that's what counts. The rest of the stuff is nice, but yep. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just just get out there and, and do it, man. Yeah, and man. It sound, again, it sounds reductive and easy, but you, yeah, it changes people's lives running. It, it does. It, it when you get out, when you when you set a goal and you put work in and you see the fruits of that and and it it feeds itself, man. It feeds itself. That's what I tell people: just get out there and like you don't have to run a hundred miles, like you said, run a, run a mile. Yep. Run, run a yep. half a mile. Do what you can and build it Dude, up. Do what man. you can, right? Yeah, man. No, that's that's good stuff, man. You got you, you're putting out so much, so much, you know, much good energy. Uh, someone, someone's gonna hear this and they're gonna do it, dude. And and you've made somebody's life better for it. I hope so. I hope so, brother. And I I appreciate you uh, just you know on your posts and and you you are a positive guy and and that's why I was like I I got I gotta visit with him and get him on the podcast and get to get to know him a little more man and i'm sure we're gonna meet up at some races at some point it's gonna we're gonna meet up again (laughs) yes sir man don't don't ever hesitate to call on me if uh if there's anything i can do to to serve man it's uh yeah how i got to where i'm at right now is uh man i'm i'm a lucky i'm a lucky guy And, and that optimism is uh I'm as human as the next guy, man. I have all the emotions, all, all yeah. the different feels, but you, you, you got to believe that in some of the dark spaces I've been, mm-hmm. I don't take much of this stuff too seriously. And, uh, sometimes it's just me driving down to the road to the gym on uh, the sun coming up over mummy range and good song comes on. And that's all I need. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I need, man. Don't take it too seriously and then don't take it for granted. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the gift. 
Well, brother, before we uh, before we get off here, uh, I always like to give um, an opportunity for you to share on, um, you know, just the stuff you're using, your sponsors and people. People like to know what everybody's using as far as their gear and everything yeah. else. And uh, I think I already know this one, but, um, you know, what hydration pack you using, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you what, man, and, and uh I'm just going to give you my, my Instagram handle. Okay. And, and okay. If, if folks want to check that out, then work. that's cool, man. I, you know, I'm grateful that you gave me that platform. Um, no, I say ultimate direction, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, if they go, if you go to at, at tumbleweed ultra, you'll see uh, who I'm blessed to work with and gotcha. uh, who supported me for years. And, uh, uh, and I say, I'll tell you, uh, they're all tools in the toolkit. Yep. You know, David, David's uh, running in a different shoe than I am. And, and I've run in that one. And, you know, we, we got, you just go to what works for you yeah. and work with companies with, with principle and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and you'll never go wrong, but, uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of tools in the toolkit out there. And if someone benefits from one that I'm using, that's, that's cool, man. I'm grateful. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll make sure in our show notes and everything else, put your uh, social media. You guys follow Joshua and and just uh, check out his journey. Follow along his journey, man. You'll be blessed. So, well, man, thank you. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Appreciate your words. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, sir. It's been an honor, David. All right, man. Conversations like that just remind me of how blessed we are. And, uh, man, we get to do some great stuff. We get to know some truly, truly amazing people, man. Uh, go to the www.runtheriot.run and, uh, you click on the link there for Joshua Stevens. I believe it's episode 21 and there'll be links to, to Josh's social media and, um, you follow him, man. You see a lot of what he's doing, what he's up to and who he's hanging out with. And, um, just you'll be encouraged by by following him so check that out and there'll be some other information there i hope you're having a great week guys hope you yeah, this is coming out on a sunday i hope you had a great long run or maybe you're doing it now and if you are thanks for taking us along <laughs> and, and uh, tomorrow's monday but have a great week hope you get some miles under your feet and just be blessed guys take care